I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whether your business needs cars, vans, or larger commercial vehicles, you can rent from the best lineup in the UK with Enterprise. And with flexible long-term rental, you can get vehicles for as long as you need them, from minutes to months. Whatever the mission, Enterprise's mobility experts can build a bespoke solution to suit your business needs. Visit enterprise.co.uk forward slash business to find out more. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, happy Thursday and welcome to another, would you believe another, Andy Goldstein's TalkSport Daily podcast with me, your host, Andy Goldstein, and what a podcast we've got coming up. Let's begin with, of course, the only way we can begin a day, and that's with The Breakfast Show and Laura Woods, who's doing a wonderful job. She was joined by the Rangers legend Super Ali McCoy and the former Premier League striker Darren Bent. And this is Benty saying it's shocking that Spurs have told non-playing staff to be furloughed when it should be players giving up the money. Now, if you're wondering what furlough means, uh, because it is a relatively new word because everyone's using it at the moment, I've got the dictionary definition here. The noun, uh, furlough, is a leave of absence, especially that's granted to a member of the services or missionary. And the verb is to grant leave of absence to. And it's got a little example here, furloughed workers. So, uh, yeah, me neither, none the wiser. Anyway, this is Benty. For me, I think the players need to be going forward first. Individually or collectively, they need to get together and say, listen, this is morally the right thing to do, which is take the pay cut first because they're going to be fine. I mean, players in the, in the Premier League especially are very, very well paid. Like, obviously, in my kind of generation, I thought we were well paid, but some of the, the wages that are going on now are absolutely astronomical. And let's be honest, like when you're earning that kind of money that the Premier League players are, if you just talk about 20%, I don't think they're really going to miss that. So I think morally, they should be doing that. Especially, I, I don't think I could feel comfortable knowing that People, obviously, who are nowhere near the money that I'm on are taking pay cuts. And I know we talk about 80% where they can't work, but that, that 80% is going to cripple some of them. That, that's just not enough. That, that's their livelihood. So for me, as a footballer, I couldn't sit there and be like, okay, I'm comfortable with this, sit back in maybe my nice house mm-hmm. while other people are out there struggling. I couldn't do it. When you're at football clubs, you become real friendly with like the, the, tea, the canteen lady, uh, the security guys, the receptionist. You, know, you, you become like a little family. Like every day you see that same person. Like I remember when I was at Aston Villa, I used to go and sit next to the secretary sometimes, have a conversation with her, ask her about her family. So you become quite attached to these people. Yeah. So as I said, as a player, there's no way on the planet I could go back to my house and sit there and then go into work, or well now not even going to work, but have a conversation with them and they're like, yeah, 80% and they're going to be struggling. I couldn't do that, whereas I'm getting fully paid knowing that I'm earning 100 times more than they are. I said that ultimately they become like family because mm-hmm. I see them probably sometimes more so than I see my own family going into that club every single day. So I think with this whole Daniel leave, I think the time is not great, but I think as players, morally, I think you need to be putting your hand up first. Time now for a funny old story on Drive Time, Adrian Durham. And Darren Goff were talking to the England fast bowler Mark Wood, or Woody. And he was talking about his pace rivalry, or rivalry, with, of course, the famous writer Geoffrey Archer. Geoffrey Archer, Geoffrey, Mr. Archer. We had that sort of friendly competitiveness. I remember 
you know, his speeds would come up on the board um, and it would only come up like once or twice. And then as soon as I come on, mine would come on straight away and he would say that people's got something against them. So it's all built up for me. And then I remember one ball, I clocked in at 89 miles per hour and he just threw me the ball at me off and went, are you just warming up? I was like, right, next ball, steam coming on me as I charged in. Like, uh, next ball was like, I think just touched 90. And then I turned around and I was like, looking at him. And he was just smiling away, laughing, because we knew how to wind each other up. Um, but then, as it, I remember in the final, so another good one with me to off in the final, I'd been on to a mall tournament, how I was going to go faster, and he pit me in one of the games, and I was chasing and chasing, and I couldn't quite get there. And then in the final, I just pit them by, I think, one. I think he was 95.6, and I managed to get a one at 95.7. And I come off, and I'd been injured, and I'd told my side, he'd come in the dressing room after a ball. I was like, Jofra, smiling away. And he knew exactly what I meant. I said, 95.7, I've got you. And he turned and he looked at me and he went, yeah, but look at me and look at you. And I looked down, I had a nice pack on my ankle, a nice pack on my knee, a nice pack on my side. And I said, yeah, fair enough, Geoff. I had to blow my whole body up the track. He thinks you. Back now to the Law Woods Breakfast Show alongside Ali McCoy. This is both of them reacting to Simon Jordan, Katie Price's ex-husband, saying the word teat. Now, I haven't heard this. I don't know what this is. I'm guessing it's Simon saying the word teat, who is, of course, a bit of... Anyway, let's have a listen. Simon Jordan is a raconteur, I think I describe him as, Ali. He always has a way Mm -hmm. with words, and he's a particularly educated man, but I did not expect that particular word to come out there. Teat. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's very true. He's very eloquent, 99 times out of 100 deserves Simon, but what happened to him there? Did he just have a brainstorm? It's weird, isn't it? It's like he glitched. Uh, really <laughs> 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 but, but he is, you're spot on. And do you know something, would you see what he says? He's got a, absolutely he's got a fair point. He does. Yeah. McTeat. <laughs> killing me now. You, Honestly, right, he is, is... he's got a really fair point, but it's, it's unfortunately masked by the word teat. At <laughs> uh, this time in the morning at 6.36, Simon Jordan's saying teat. And also nussled. It, I mean, he's, he's painted a really interesting picture quite well. Time now to head to Jim White and Natalie Sawyer. They had Trevor Sinclair talking and he was defending Man City for taking payments already from the fans. I think most clubs are doing this to start with. and it, So it's, it's not just Manchester City. And I think the fact is it, it comes from the Premier League as a governing body have only suspended uh, the games. Now, what Manchester City have said is that anyone that's struggling with a hardship, th- there's been communication gone out to uh, people like that and they can deal with that uh, on an individual basis. But they've explicitly said if the Premier League doesn't continue, everyone's going to get a refund anyway. The, you know, the club have told this to the fans and it, it's, it's one of them where because it's only been suspended up, up until now, they're hoping to get these fixtures played at some stage. But if, if they're not going to be played, everyone will be paid back. Things have moved very fast. You know, it's not like um, four or five days ago we would have expected to be in this position. So things are moving fast. And in hindsight, if they knew that this was situation in the country as it is would be like this now, maybe other things would have been put in place. But as things are moving so far, I'm sure Manchester City will do the right thing, as they more often than not do the right things when it comes to the community. And if fans do need that uh, deposit or the funds back in their own account, that can be done. And there's a phone number that they can call to get that money back. Back now to drive time. And Darren McAntony, the Peterborough chairman, 
was saying that it's incredible that football players are concerned over their pay at the moment. The reality for footballers out there is that when it comes to creditors and, and financial issues for football clubs, players are a protected species. They always get paid. Clubs always get paid. So if players have to defer wages, whether it's 50% or 60% down the line, three months, four months, six months, because when life goes back to normal and we get up every day praying and we'll finally get back to normal eventually, as horrific as the headlines are, these players, football is going to survive. It's going to be still there. And these players will start getting paid back all the money they've deferred. So what's the big issue about deferring money? Right now, all you need is food in your fridge and your lights and electricity and your Wi-Fi on. You know, mortgage payments have been deferred for months on end. So, you know, players have to be in this with us. They have to show the solidarity that football needs right now. And they need to look at it and go, we need to come out and make this decision. I've got an email here, actually. There's no name on it. It says, uh, dear Andy, loving the old podcast. Just wondering if Pedro Neto from Wolves was asked who he'd least like to spend isolation with, if you knew the answer to that. Oh, bit of a bizarre question. I mean, how were we meant to... Oh, would you believe it? Look who's up next. If there was a player that you would want not to be in isolation with from the, the Wolf squad, who would it be? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I will say, I will say, I don't know, I will say Jean Moutinho because we, are, we, we do speak a lot. And maybe after this we will fighting against each other because we speak a lot. <laughs> are you saying he's argumentative? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> He's a very good friend, but we are all speaking, uh, you know, and yeah. after two weeks together, it will be difficult. <laughs> Simon Jordan here, you and I both listening to the TalkSport Daily Podcast. Back now to the Jim White Show, who had Sander Bird, Sheffield United's record signing. He was on the show talking about Chris Wilder and how he's created a unique chemistry at Sheffield United. I mean, I haven't been in the dressing room before I came, obviously, but uh, yeah, he has, of course, made some uh, amazing uh, stuff and uh, helped the group, you know, from League One and then take the journey up to the top of the Premier League. That's amazing. But uh, yeah, you could really tell from the first beginning and I spoke with Chris before I signed and I understood this was something special and that the chemistry is unique and... It's more a family, it's very hard-working mentality, uh, everybody's very humble uh, and that suits me because I'm used to it and uh, he watched me a lot of times and uh, the way he spoke to me was very, uh, it made me feel home, you know, and made this feel like the right decision and I've been very thankful and uh, enjoyed uh, since I arrived there. Time to head over now to Paul and Andy, Hawksby and Jacobs, H&J. Now, usually they do uh, clips of the week, but uh, every so often, maybe once every four weeks, not quite sure, but they do something called Clips of the Month. This was one of those weeks where they did stuff about the month. We start with a new series that uh, began last month. It was Talk Tech with Sam Allardyce. But you can be aware of it, you know what I mean? And You can have alerts that pop up. On the, I mean, the phones are so smart now. That's why yeah, it's called yeah. a smartphone. Well, who knew? Fantastic. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you very much. It's new breakfast presenter Laura Woods now, uh, back on Shrove Tuesday. Good morning. 9.19 on the Alan Brazil Sports Breakfast Show. I uh, hope you've woken up in a good mood. And you should do because it's pancake day. So if you're in a bad mood, um, go and flip yourself off with some pancakes or something like that. OK. 
Good advice, Laura. Thank you very much. Um, <laughs> Lovely, this, is, yeah. this is Jim White looking at some big upcoming sporting events. A big weekend of Six Nations rugby as well. We're going to get our teeth into that very shortly. Of course, Fury Wilder too. Uh, fast approaching. We're going to get out our sacks to watch that. Nice. <laughs> really? <laughs> what a mental image that is. Uh, Not what's a great next, image. Andy? It's Mark Saggers and Ray Houghton. One of those moments when everyone thinks the microphones are off, but they're not. Well, thank you very much indeed, all of you, for uh, your calls so far. We've got another half an hour of the show. We're going to round things up. Charlie White will be joining us again. And if you have anything still you'd like to say to us, 0871722344. I need another wee. <laughs> <laughs> I need another wee, says uh, Ray there uh, in the background. Uh, this is Goffey on Drive during their top five feature. Number four, I'm going to go for Wes Wittering in West Sussex. Yes, you might say, where is that? I'll have a stab in the dark and say, West Sussex, Goffey. I think that it could well be there. <laughs> Back now to the breakfast show. They had the former Milton Keynes Dons player and Dynamo breast assistant, Peter Levin. I'm so glad Jason's not doing the podcast with me. Anyway, he was talking about the time Maradona came to Belarus and became chairman of the club. Yep, no, this conversation did happen. Here's your proof. It was crazy. <laughs> he got paraded through the streets of Brest wow. in between the size of a Hummer and a double-decker bus. <laughs> and it was crazy. It, the, the whole country was crazy. It was all about Maradona. He came, met everybody in the, in the changing rooms. Everybody got a kiss and a cuddle off him. And then he disappeared. He took a job in Mexico. <laughs> so all the merchandise went about Diego Maradona breast. I think he was there for three or four days. And then he he would take a job in Mexico. But he was still in brackets on the the chairman. You couldn't get near him. The the, wow. the people on the streets climbing trees just to to, to get a photo with him. It was it we could have sold the stadium five times over. I think people came up from, from Poland and Ukraine just yeah. just to see him. And last but by no means least, it's of course the best bits of the sports, but I'm not quite sure what producer Tom is putting in here, but uh, needless to say, he will be putting in here, it's coming up now, the incredibly funny April Fool's gag that we did on yesterday's show, where we broke the news, which of course was made up, that the Premier League had decided to scrap the season and award Liverpool with half a title. As you'd imagine, lots of irate Liverpool fans phoned up and said it was an utter disgrace. Of course it would have been. Had it been true. We understand that there's an embargo story, quite a big story that's going to break. Because if I start to talk about it, right, okay. then I'll get into trouble. The Sun go with half-brained idea. The Times have gone with Liverpool to start next season as defending champions. The Star go with it ain't half Klopp, son. And the Mirror, your newspaper, have gone with your having a half. Can yeah. you explain exactly what these stories are about? The Premier League board are going to officially end the current season this Friday and Liverpool will be announced as half champions. It was also noted the club would receive a smaller trophy, although the playing squad will receive official winner's medals. This is another just a crazy idea. I'm just stunned that the, every day there's a different idea of how the Premier League can end. Maybe the Premier League feel that if this season, as you said on Friday, can't be completed and this is an option of theirs, it does make... it makes... It makes sense to me. You say they half deserve champions. something, Andy. They, they, yeah, they, I know. They, no, they, I know. But hold on, hold it's on. It's not their They're, fault. Like you say, if we won the next two, you know, it would have been a record. They're basically half a champions. It's it's a joke. I honestly think half a title would be good. Like you don't want to say that you take nothing for the way we've played this season. Wrong. 
in, in all aspects. Don't give them half a title. It's an insult to Liverpool. You want to just laugh at you constantly. That, that does, it's not going to work. Though I've heard some suggestions and this is the worst one I've heard up to now, I'll be honest with you, as I would have no title, you can shove it. mean someone like Paul Pogba should give some of his wages to another player in League Two, the fourth tier? I'm not saying put his wages on it, am I? What then? What should he give him? They, if he's they, not his... they can go down to like, what? What? I think we've got to get rid of him, Stinks. No, I love it. it. No, you can't. Uh, he's, go he's been on the salt since midday. No, go on, Carl. Can't go on. hear you. Give me an example of what should happen. Name a player and who should get what. I, I'm never the player then. No, I, I, I don't like to name the player, but... They're probably on about, what, 300 grand a week? Right. What should so happen to his money? Like, yeah. So why can't... Instead of mourning and groaning about 80% what they want of the government, why don't they help the other lads out? Yeah, honestly, <laughs> <And the boys. laughs> you're not going to get anything out of this one. I so want more. Have you, have, have, you been, more. have you had a couple of drinks today? Yeah, yeah, have, yeah. You can't you tell. Just no, I know it. Why? Is, well, you know me. I, you I agree with you. Like, you know me. I, I worked all my life. What do you mean yeah. you agree with him? I yeah. agree, because Jason know, thinks you're an idiot. Uh, what do you mean you agree with him? You know, he could be 24, 26. But they're doing me in hours. Yeah. We can't so do you, that. You know what I mean? What, yeah. Sorry, what, you, then, well, sorry, what are you both agreeing on here? I, I agree with him, Jay. What are you agreeing we on? With him. With him. Hold on, Jay. Listen to him. Go on, sorry. Yeah, exactly. Go on, Carl. On before, they're saying whenever they play, (laughs) they get the money back. When they play, they get the money back, Jay. It's obvious. What about the players they've given it to? Of the players that that, that say, so you're saying that many players should. So, what about the the players that have got the money off those players? Do they give the money back to those players? Yeah, but we don't get us money back. You know Are you mean? furloughed? When I go back in about six months or I think, eight I think he's part. probably yeah, furloughed, yeah. Jay. You've been, fu- you've been furloughed since get, midday by the sound I'm of you. I'm not going to get full <laughs> pay, am I? Well, there you go. That's another podcasty thing. Good work, everyone. Thanks so much for listening to it. And, of course, you can download previous ones and upload previous ones. Can you upload a previous... No, you can't upload. That's nonsense. We up- we do the uploading. You don't have to bother about upload. We do all the uploading. Don't you worry your pretty little face about uploading. We do that. You just concentrate on the download scenario of this podcast deal we've got going on. Anyway, that's it for another podcasty thing. Thanks so much for listening. There'll be another one of these at the same time. They always drop into your inbox. And I, along with Funboy, will be back tonight from 10pm for the last sports bar of the week. Ah, said no one. Thanks for listening. Have a great day. Be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from Talk Sport. The Talk Sport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whatever your mission, home or away, don't delay. Enterprise has the vehicle for the job. Rent from the best lineup in the UK. With over 450 branches, Enterprise has what your business needs. From compact three-door cars to spacious SUVs and people carriers to vans, they offer a large range of reliable vehicles perfect for the job. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk.